Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, it's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danka, Barty Jackdish and Ryan Huang. Let's take a look at some headlines uh, investors will be paying attention to today. Mm, it seems like we can't break out of volatility, yeah, Ryan? This is expected to continue this week as well. Yeah, so it's a case of risk aversion continuing over from Friday. We saw a sell-off on Friday and that could continue this week if we look at the themes just carrying over in terms of um, what we can expect to unfold in coming days. And we are, of course, watching very closely on how markets react to the latest around Omicron headlines, as well as digesting further the hawkish turn from the Fed around how they might quicken the pace of tapering. And of course, the Fed is meeting next week, so we will get more clarity on that front. And in turn, we've seen how some of the risky assets have been taking a bit of a battering. If you look at, for example, the ARK Innovation ETF under Cathy Woods, most of the growth names, save two, are already in bear market territory. So that is a reflection of how investors are selling out of technology growth names into safe haven place. And if you look at what Bitcoin is doing, over the weekend, taking a beating of more than 21% in terms of a plunge. And right now, we are tracking Bitcoin at around $49,500. So below 50000 um, that key level. So that's um, something we are watching out for to see if the risk aversion continues in the coming days. All right. Uh, and that's not the only place that we're seeing jitters, even in China. We haven't heard this in a while. Evergrande is back in the picture. That is a story that could be set to spook investors this week again. And that is because a deadline is looming. In fact, it's today. So let me give you the mm. backdrop. So we've got China Evergrande. We've heard about how it's been able to find some change under the couch at the last minute to pay off some of his debts. But mm-hmm. today, um, we could be in for a different tune because... Late on Friday, they filed an exchange statement saying they are going to be actively engaging with offshore creditors on a restructuring plan. So it's a big hint on how they might not be paying up anymore. So that is going to be an acknowledgement that you no, know, they are under stress and they just don't have the cash flow to pay up for billions of debt. And right after they filed that following with the exchange, we had a barrage of statements from Chinese regulators saying, hey, um, make sure we are able to suggest that they are able to contain it. And the government of Guangdong was also expressing some concern, summoning the founder of the grant, Hui Kayan, to just dispatch enough help and resources to make sure there is going to be what they call normal operations, that things don't spiral out of control. So there is a lot of... Um, Concern and jitters starting to emerge around this episode right now. So today will be one to watch. Um, That is when the 30-day grace period on two dollar bond interest payments are due. And that will be, I think, something that will set the tone for the rest of the week. Mm, So it's Evergrande, the sequel. How will this one go? Yeah. Uh, However, how do you expect global markets to respond to all of this, Ryan? Mm, Of course, um, the property sector is a huge one for uh, China, making up around 25%. And there is a lot of knock-on impact on where things can go with um, China's growth. That's going to be one to watch, of course, with Omicron in the backdrop. And this is going to be something that policymakers will have to do in terms of balancing act. Um, How much do they intervene into the market? 
markets. Uh, if they don't, there is that risk. Um, we could see investors just getting out of China and maybe just getting out of riskier assets for the rest of the week. So we've seen that on Friday and maybe that could just spur even more selling running into safe haven assets. Uh, speaking of China or sticking with China, today we'll see Hong Kong's benchmark stock index go through a bit of a reshuffle. Mm, so we have the Hang Seng Index, a bit of a makeover. So in we have the likes of NetEase, that is a gaming company, also JD.com, mm-hmm. part of the Hang Seng Index now. And they will be joined by China Resources Beer and Natural Gas Distributor, ENN Energy Holdings. And guess who's out? China Evergrande. Mm. So no surprises because uh, they have fallen by more than 90% from their July peak due to the debt crisis. So they will be removed from the Hang Seng Index. Mm. Certainly uh, not disappointing. Totally expected in many quarters. Japan's Prime Minister will be making his policy speech as well. Something that investors, I'm sure, will be watching, Ryan. Yeah, this is off the back of that massive stimulus program, the biggest one ever. $320 billion. So that is expected to see a speech, uh, speech underlying the need for more economic security and stronger military capabilities. Yep. Uh, we're going through uh, standout events happening this week leading up to a big one on Friday. So bear with us. Uh, U.S. Commerce Department is going to report on a foreign app risks. Yes, we're talking about TikTok. You might remember mm-hmm. Donald Trump you know, slamming the likes of WeChat and TikTok. And then following that, we had a bit of a reversal. And you had the U.S. Secretary of Commerce calling for a report to be done to make sure things are proper. There's a due process involved. And that report is due today. So that could put some pressure on social media companies if things are negative or conversely things to be positive if we get some relief for them. That's right. Sign up for my new truth app. (laughs) (laughs) It's all truth. It was inevitable. That was going to rear its head at some point. The other issues that uh, are cropping up around the world, of course, is that Putin-Modi summit. I'm sure this will be closely watched. India and Russia together holding their annual summit. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what sort of uh, agreements they they can come to. And of course, these are two big economies and it's a a very um, big show of um, relationship ties because it's a two plus two dialogue where their foreign and defense, defense ministers are also going to be talking and the only other um, countries that have these two and two uh, agreements or arrangements is Japan, the US and Australia. So India showing a lot of outreach to Russia. Mm. Uh, tomorrow we've got the RBA in action. No changes expected on Wednesday. Japanese billionaire entrepreneur Yosaku Maezawa and his crew will travel to the International Space Station mm. aboard a Russian uh, Soyuz rocket. Uh, but uh, we also have a Weibo listing in Hong Kong on Wednesday. Mm. So that's going to be one to watch because it is a Chinese tech company and listings by Chinese tech companies these days have been under close scrutiny and this will possibly set a tone for the rest of the Chinese companies to figure out where they want to go to because there has been quite a lot of talk about how they've been discouraged to go to the Nasdaq and US um, exchanges and this Weibo listing in Hong Kong could be one to set a tone for more to come. 
Speaking of China again, Chinese economic data on the radar this week. What exactly are we looking forward to watching? The big one is inflation and this will come in the form of producer price index numbers. And this is where factory gate gate prices are being um, set in terms of how much um, companies or factories have to pay for raw ingredients and materials. So that will give an indication of how much inflation is set to come. We had a 30-year high recently, so we'll see if that trajectory continues. We've also got U.S. President Joe Biden kicking off his uh, virtual two-day summit for democracy on Thursday. But on Friday, it's the big one, the U.K. hosting the G7 ASEAN summit. Yeah, this is worth watching because it's not every day you get the U.K. or the G7 hosting ASEAN. So it's a reflection of how much interest they have in engaging the region. So ASEAN invited to uh, this meeting. And it's also worth watching because um, ASEAN was also invited to the Summit for Democracy by the US, but only the likes of Indonesia, Malaysia and the Philippines were invited. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.